Well, I want to welcome you to the Hills Church at Home. Happy Easter. This is the day we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And one of the first things you can do, go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org. Download today's message notes. You can also download the kids' activity sheet. If you're playing catch-up for a couple of weeks and you want past week's notes, you can email us, go to the website, send us an email to get past week's notes. Well, the title today on Easter Sunday is Come and Eat. We're going to look at those words of Jesus today, come and eat. But I wanted to open with Luke chapter 18. This was before Jesus was going to suffer, die, die and be resurrected. And he spoke these things to his disciples in Luke 18, 31 through 33. He said these words. Then he took the 12 aside and he said to them, behold, we are going up to Jerusalem and all things that are written by the prophets concerning the son of man will be accomplished. For he will be delivered to the Gentiles and will be mocked and insulted and spit upon. They will scourge him and kill him. And on the third day, he will rise again. But they understood none of the things. This They understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not know the things which were spoken. Well, in previous accounts, even when Peter heard uh, uh, of this scenario, he even said things to Jesus that he would stand in the way, he would die first. And we all know, according to the scripture, that Jesus told Peter that he would deny him three times. And of course, Peter denied that he would even do that. Notice what he said, all the things concerning him, what the prophet said would be fulfilled. I want to read this verse and uh, it's very familiar if we're reading this during the time of um, Jesus's crucifixion or a time of communion. But Isaiah prophesied this. In fact, he prophesied from um, 739 to 681 BC. The same Isaiah that prophesied about Jesus being born in those names, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Here's what he prophesied in Isaiah 53.5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Let's read that out of the New Century Version, and it says it this way. But he was wounded for the wrong we did. He was crushed for the evil we did. The punishment which made us well was given to him, and we are healed because of his wounds. We are healed because of his wounds. Well, I want you to have two thoughts today. In fact, we're going to look at two accounts of the disciples. The very first one that we find is in John chapter 20, verse 19 through 31. In fact, I'm going to read this to us. Remember, Jesus has resurrected from the dead. Uh, Mary has gone to tell the others. In fact, John picks this up, and I just want to read this in verse 19 
through 31, John chapter 20, 19 through 31. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, remember, same day, this is the nighttime uh, after Jesus is resurrected in that morning, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they had seen the Lord. Now, let's remember what the disciples are doing. They're scared and afraid of the Jews. They're afraid they're either going to get thrown in prison or remember like Peter, Peter, what happened with him. People were saying, aren't, weren't you the one hanging out with Jesus? Aren't you one of the disciples? And we know, of course, Peter denied him three times. So they're afraid. They're hiding. And Jesus comes right in the middle of their room, didn't knock on a door. And he says, peace to you. In fact, we go on in verse 21. So Jesus said to them, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Interesting words Jesus said, especially going into Thomas. Now, the one disciple missing is Thomas, okay? He's the only one missing. And I always remember that. You always want to be there. Show up. Be there. Be attentive. Don't miss out. You start having crazy thoughts. Well, we read this on in verse 24. It says, now Thomas called the twin. One of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, we have seen the Lord. And so he said to them, listen to Thomas's words. Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now think of that. Unless I actually see Jesus and inspect his body, put my finger through the finger of the nail, and where they speared him in the side, um, unless I do that, I will not believe. And after eight days, I'm going to say that, eight days. So Thomas has now not believed for an entire eight days. We know at the end of John, Jesus uh, showed himself at least three times to the disciples. And it says this, after eight days, his disciples again inside and Thomas with them, Jesus came, the doors being shut, stood in the midst and said these words, peace to you. In fact, the first part we look at today is the word peace to you. Thomas, peace to you. Say that word with me, peace to you. Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. In fact, it mentions verse 30 and 31. And truly Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, 
which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Now, remember this, this part. Thomas said, I don't believe. And the only way that you can get me to believe is if I physically inspect the body of Jesus. I want to say to you today, maybe you're an unbeliever. You don't believe about Jesus in these stories. In fact, I want to say to you that uh, a disciple that followed Jesus for three and a half years, an apostle, didn't believe. Thomas, eyewitness to the feeding of the thousands, the raising of the dead, Jesus walking on the sea, the amount of teachings, things that he said. And unless he can personally inspect the body of Jesus in order to believe, he won't believe that he was raised from the dead. And yet, in the middle of Jesus coming in the room and seeing Thomas eye to eye, the first thing out of Jesus' mouth to him is, peace to you. Now, I don't know about you. Let, let's say that there's been a, somebody or another family, and they've been talking about your family for a long time. And I'm talking not good. Talking about you, gossiping about you, telling lies, just lies upon lies. And you've been hearing a little bit of it echoing through people. And all of a sudden, you're out at a grocery store one day and you run into them face to face. You know what they've been saying. And all of a sudden, they know what they've been saying. And they look like the cat that just ate the canary. Right? Mouth full, full of it. In fact, you might think of coming off and saying something like, you know what? I hear been talking trash. I hear it. I hear it. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I. Here's all the stuff you've been saying. Yeah, it gets around. Why would you say that? Why would, you know, you can imagine what you, you would come right into in the middle of wherever you are. And yet Thomas dares to say that he, unless he physically inspects Jesus's body, he won't believe. And what does Jesus say to him? Peace to you. Peace to you. Had a family member that was telling me a story that they had talked with a, a, another relative and they were witnessing to them about Jesus and, a, and about eternal things. And the individual said this, the only way that I'll believe is that if the Lord gives me a glimpse of heaven. And you know what Jesus would say to somebody like that? You gotta be kidding. All that we've been working on in heaven, you know what he would say? Peace to you. Peace to you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believing isn't seen. Right? If you have to see something to believe, you've got to believe. In fact, what pleases God the most is when you have faith in him. Believe. You don't need to see believe. In fact, in the last story, the second thought, what we read in John chapter 21, and you can read all about it later, John chapter 21, we read about the disciples, and it actually looks like they're going back fishing, and not just fishing from a shore with a net or with a pole, like even Peter did catching that fish with the gold coin in its mouth. 
They're actually going out on a boat. They're going to go out all night long because when they encounter Jesus, they encounter him in the morning. In fact, I've always looked at this scripture of even though Jesus appeared to him, they're so confused about exactly what to do next. And it actually looks like they're going back to do what they had started out doing when Jesus called them. And they have no luck at all. In fact, it reminds me of of the story early on when Jesus preaches and tells them to launch out to the deep. And they said, we we already did that, didn't catch anything. Well, they're out. In fact, I get a picture almost sometimes that they're discouraged, that they don't know what to do. They've given up everything. They followed him. Now what? You know, he's ascended to heaven. We believe, but now what? Then now what? Let's just go back to what we used to do. Let's just go back. In fact, when we read on a little bit about this, it's it's Simon's exact words. And he says, I am going fishing. And then they said, we are going with you. They went out and immediately got in the boat and caught nothing. In fact, I love when you read in the story and you read about Jesus's words. Jesus calls to them and he says, children, have you caught anything? No. Launch the net on the other side of the boat. Well, those words right there should have been familiar. And we know, according to the story, that their nets caught so many fish. In fact, the Bible records 153 uh, fish. Peter, so encouraged that he knew it was the Lord, decided to jump right in the water from wherever he was and swim to the shore. Yet the scene that I wanted you to see today is when Peter comes on the shore, when the disciples come and they drag up the nets, And though it appeared to me that they're just leaving and they're going to go back to whatever they used to do, Jesus does something very unusual is he already has breakfast cooking for them. He has the coals going, he has fish, and he has bread. In fact, we read these verses and Jesus says to them, come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared and said, who are you, knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then came and took bread and gave it to them. You know, to a group of disciples who appeared to be confused and heading back to their past life business, Jesus serves them breakfast on the shore and says, come and eat breakfast. Come and eat with me. To the one that didn't believe, he said, peace to you. To those that were looking like they were turning their back and going another direction. And you know what? Probably had they had all of these fish, they would have thought, all right, there's the example. Let's go back to our past life. Come and eat breakfast. Jesus wasn't waiting on them to come and bring a fish. He had breakfast already cooking for them. Now, here's another scenario. You typically only go out to eat or have somebody order to eat of people that you want to have great... uh -uh, conversation with, fellowship with, hanging out with. Yet Jesus cooked for them and said those words, come and eat. Let's break bread together. You know, the last verse that I want to look at is Isaiah chapter 53, verse five, which is ones we started with, but I want to read it out of the message translation. And it says this, he was looked down upon and was Passover, a man who suffered who knew pain firsthand. One look at him and people turned away. We looked down on him 
thought he was scum. But the fact is, it was our pains that carried our disfigurements, all of the wrongs with us. We thought he brought it on himself, that God was punishing him for his own failures. But it was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him, our sins. He took the punishment that made us whole. Through his bruises, we are healed. You know, it's interesting when we read that, that Jesus took those upon him, yet it was Jesus in the midst of a room looking eyeball to eyeball with Thomas, the one who had already said and thought that the only way that he would believe is if he personally inspected Jesus's body. To Peter and the others that looked like they were actually leaving to go back to their business, discouraged probably, he came and he cooked breakfast. He had coals sitting, waiting for him, fish cooked and bread. And he wanted them to come and eat with him. You know, we read those parts about Jesus not walking through doors or opening doors, but standing in the midst. And yet at this Easter opportunity, this season, we're reminded of the verse in Revelations chapter 3.20 that actually reminds us of a verse about us and our own hearts where Jesus says that he stands at the door and he knocks. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Do you know to a life that has not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, do you know Jesus will never make you serve him. You can actually not believe. You can actually go your entire life and not believe, and he will love you all the way to where you get to choose your eternal destiny, either with him because you've accepted him as Lord or completely separated from him from eternity, which we know the Bible talks about is hell. And yet the door of your heart, the only door handle is on the inside. You're the one that has to open it and let him in. You know, I thought about really quick today as I got up this morning and uh, my routine, right? Uh, I go to the restroom really quick, had to open a door. I pick up the dogs and I open up the back door, take them out to go to the bathroom. I come in the back door, shut the back door. I go up and go through the bathroom door and, and shower and get ready. I leave and I go out the front door. I get in my car door. I come to the church and I open up the sanctuary doors. I come in and I go in my office door. It's interesting the amount of doors, but I had to open them to enter in the different places that I needed to go. Jesus is doing that for you today. To the unbeliever that's out there, that you need physical proof, I pray today that you open the door of your heart and allow him to come in and do what Jesus said. It's not seeing that is believing. It's truly believing is seeing. To those that are discouraged and you've, you've cast all things out according to Jesus and what he said, and you're, you're going back to past life, do you know that Jesus has already prepared something for you to come and eat and dine with him. All you have to do is open up the door of that heart. In fact, I would encourage all of you to pray this with me. This 
Easter season, this resurrection season, where there was nobody gathered at the tomb to welcome him, excited, the countdown clock. He resurrected from the dead. And I ask you to pray this prayer with me. Believe it, confess it, and speak it out with me. Dear God, I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again for me. I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. And today, I'm in your family. You know, it's interesting what the Bible says takes place when you accept Jesus as your Savior. Um, Heaven knows about it because all joy breaks out in heaven. The Bible also mentions that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. It is the best decision that you'll ever make. And I encourage you, the next steps are reach out to us either by the social media platform that you're viewing or listening or go to our website and connect with us that way. Or the most important thing, tell somebody right now. Text somebody, call somebody, knock on a neighbor's door, tell somebody what you did. It's the most important decision. You open the door and allow Jesus to come into your life. Well, as we receive our tithes and offerings today, we read that verse out of Hebrews 11, verse 6, that says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith is what pleases God, right? If you come to him, you got to believe that he is faith pleases God. And in our giving today, we have faith that as we give, God gives back. Pray this with me today. As I give in today's offering, though I have faith in the God who created the heavens and the earth, I have faith in my God who shall supply all that is needed. When it is needed, and I choose to put my trust in the Lord again today, in Jesus' name, amen. If you're giving today, you can go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org. It's fast, safe, and secure. You can also write to us, and you can give by mail, the Hills Church, P.O. Box 661419, Arcadia, California, 91066. Let me remind you, this coming Saturday, April 23rd, we have a free food ministry that serves out food from 10 to 12 o'clock right out in front of the church. Tons of fresh fruits, vegetables, uh, breads, cereals, the whole bit. Encourage you to come out, tell somebody, anybody that needs any food. If you know of anybody, if you need it, come on out, get the word out. That's this coming Saturday. April 23rd. And remember, Psalm 121, 1 and 2, I look up to the hills, but where does my help come from? My help, your help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Remember, Jesus is alive. We celebrate that today. He says, peace to you and come and eat breakfast with me. The Lord bless you. Have a great Easter Sunday. He is risen.